From the U.S. section of the New York Times, The More Donald Trump Defies His Party, The More His Supporters Cheer, by Trip Gabriel. Mark Yebbins, a veteran of 22 years in the Marine Corps, found no fault with Donald Trump's scathing criticism that President George W. Bush lied about weapons of mass destruction while leading the United States into war with Iraq. At the end of the day, a lot of good Marines and sailors and airmen died over something that wasn't there, said Yebbins, who served three combat tours in Iraq. So you've got to ask tough critical questions. In the military, we call it a debrief or a hot wash. Trump's hot wash of Bush in a debate on Saturday, including a suggestion that he did not heed intelligence warnings before the September 11, 2001 terrorist attacks, convinced many Republicans that Trump had finally gone too far, tarring a former president who is popular in military-friendly South Carolina and uttering charges that Rush Limbaugh, for one, called liberal Democrat lingo. But numerous military veterans interviewed at Trump rallies in South Carolina this week, including Yebbins, said they had no problem with Trump's comments, even if they did not entirely agree with him. At the same time, the stubborn popularity of Trump, who defies Republican orthodoxy on issue after issue, shows how deeply the party's elites misjudged the faithfulness of rank-and-file Republicans to conservatism as defined in Washington think tanks and by the party's elected leaders. The dichotomy is particularly vivid here in South Carolina, the most conservative state on the nominating calendar so far, where Trump holds a double-digit lead over his closest rivals in the latest polls. In a lot of senses, Republicans have overestimated how much dedication to ideology was motivating their voters, said Ben Domenich, publisher of The Federalist, a conservative online journal. The people who are supporting Trump represent a significant portion of the Republican base, which has always been less ideological and more about trust of the person, Domenich said. It is something both the Republican leadership in Washington and conservative ideological elites have underestimated. At a rally Tuesday in North Augusta, South Carolina, across the Savannah River from Georgia, Trump called to the stage a man from the audience who had quieted a protester in the crowd. I did two tours in Iraq, the man said, as the crowd erupted in cheers and chants. If it weren't for Mr. Trump right here, I don't think any of us would have the voice that we have. Rival Republican candidates have long criticized Trump for once holding liberal views on matters like abortion, and conservative commentators have exposed his apostasy on issues like free trade and entitlements. But nowhere was his break with the party's orthodoxy more vivid than in the debate last Saturday in South Carolina, a week before the Republicans hold their primary here. Besides attacking the former president while the audience booed loudly, Trump asserted that, abortion aside, Planned Parenthood did wonderful things for women's health. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, who last year threatened to shut down the federal government over funding Planned Parenthood, and who has been hoping to carve evangelical support away from Trump, quickly went up with a negative ad about Trump's support for the group. But many people at his rallies agreed with Trump on the issue. I oppose abortion, but I think Planned Parenthood does a lot of good for people who can't afford birth control, said Kim Wells, a schoolteacher and Trump supporter in North Augusta. At a rally in Louisiana last week, Trump rejected attacks from Jeb Bush and other candidates that he was not a conservative. 
He dismissed ideological labels altogether, a sentiment endorsed by the 10,000 people in the arena who thundered their approval over and over. Instead of calling himself conservative, Trump said, I'm a guy with common sense that's going to make us a fortune. Trump's populism, a combination of economic nationalism that favors protectionism and a strongman approach to foreign countries that is also non-interventionist, defies almost everything Republicans in Washington have stood for, drawing scorn from party leaders and opinion makers. While Republican business leaders and their lobbying groups push for free trade, Trump has rallied thousands by promising to slap 35% tariffs on imported goods made by U.S. companies that move factories abroad. I've been through the racks in Kmart trying to find a union label, said Bob Mason, a retired Postal Service letter carrier who lined up to hear Trump here Tuesday. If companies want to go overseas, let them stay over there and keep their products over there, he said. If they want America...